Welcome to Eczema Out Loud from the National Eczema Association. I'm Danny Morsehead. My guest today is Sophie Harris. Sophie is a lifelong eczema warrior. She's here to tell us about her experiences seeing medical specialists and holistic practitioners and navigating the eczema treatment landscape along with those experts. Hi, Sophie. We're so excited to have you on Eczema Out Loud today. Can you start us off with an introduction and then we'll get into your eczema story and ask some questions about your experiences? Yeah. Okay, so I'm Sophie. I'm 24. I live in Seattle. I was born with eczema. It's been a really big part of my life for as long as I can remember. I've recently, in the past couple of years, gotten more involved in NIA and all the stuff that you guys do. And I've been in the community and doing some advocacy around eczema for the past like four years outside of EXO and outside of NIA. Great. So what's your eczema story starting from when we were young? Okay, yeah. So I was diagnosed right at birth. My dad grew up with really, really bad eczema. So um, they kind of were expecting it and they knew what to look for. It was a little bit worse than they thought it would be. Um, I had pretty severe eczema throughout my childhood to the point of hospitalization a few times. And um, over the years, it has gotten a little bit better for me and it's more manageable, but it really does play a really big role in every aspect of my life. And it has for as long as I can remember. What did you say was causing hospitalization? I had a few really bad infections. There's a program that I went to at a specialty hospital where I would be admitted for a couple of weeks for what, well, growing up, we called it like eczema boot camp. But long story short, it was you were admitted so that they could do a ton of like wet wraps over and over again all day and be able to like control that and kind of knock out bad flares. Wow. Okay. So let's continue with your uh, history of seeing medical professionals. What types of doctors have you seen starting from when you were a child? And I'm curious whose decision it was to send you to those doctors. Honestly, at this point, I've seen any specialist that could even be loosely related to eczema. So my dad had eczema growing up pretty severely, so he wasn't quite as phased by everything. It felt more normal to him. It was like a complete like out of nowhere thing that caught my mom off guard though when I was affected the way I did and ultimately the way she kept with that was just sending me to everywhere so I've been from like dermatologists infectious disease allergists all the way down to like Chinese doctors and acupuncture and hypotherapists and like basically anything that could that my mom could like kind of grasp to and send me to I did at some point mm-hmm and did you ever receive treatment from family doctors or standard internal medicine doctors, or were you always going to see specialists for your eczema? Yeah, so I um, I believe I was diagnosed by a specialist really early on in my life, but my eczema and the care for it was managed by my pediatrician for the first couple of years. We kind of went through the process of trying out the standard um, like cookie cutter eczema treatment at the time, which was a lot of topicals and stuff. And then after a few years, we ultimately um, went to an allergist who then referred me to a dermatologist. And this was back when I was probably under two to three years old. Okay, wow. And then as you got older, did that change? Yeah, so as I got older, I um, have still seen allergy every now and then, but my primary medical care comes from a dermatologist. It's actually been the same dermatologist since I was really little and she's retiring later this year. So I'm actually about to jump right back into the navigating, finding new medical care in that capacity, which is 
kind of daunting but yeah up until this point for the past like 20 something years I've been seeing the same dermatologist wow I've heard this and I'm curious what your relationship is like with that dermatologist can you tell us some more yeah she's one of my favorite people like period she's been um I don't remember my life with out her in it in the capacity of for the, as long as I can remember I was in her office at least once a month or once every other month for basically ever she's become like a family friend at this point and is involved in a lot of different areas I actually went to a camp for kids with eczema that she helped run and start up here in Washington and um yeah we had a, a very great relationship I adore her she's one of my favorite people she's honestly like a member of my family at this point mm-hmm. Did she run the the boot camp or or some kind of camp that you ended up working at? Can you tell us about that? So I went to, growing up, I went to a camp um, here in Washington called Camp Corey, which was a part of this larger network of camps for kids with different chronic illnesses. So each week of the summer was a different condition. So I grew up going to a dermatology um, session here at Camp Corey. And my doctor was one of the two doctors that kind of brought over the um, program to have eczema kids there. Up until that point, they were doing the same thing with other conditions, but she was the one that started up the eczema week here in Washington. And so it was really cool. And I think that that is a big part of how our relationship grew because like, not only was I able to see her outside of that clinical capacity, she was also able to see me in the way my skin affected me. And um, just kind of Every summer we'd get like a week of kind of almost like humanizing and normalizing our lives outside of the clinic like spot. Um, But yeah, so she was the one that brought that here to Washington. So you found the camp through her? Yeah, I did. And I actually at the time had really, really severe anxiety and I didn't want to go. And she and my mom kind of gently made me go. And it's one of the best decisions that either of them have made on my behalf. It really changed my life. Um, I was a camper there for six years. I did their like counselor and training, like leadership program too. And for the past couple of years, I've been volunteering there as a counselor and working there to kind of bring that same kind of camp magic to other kids like me. Is the camp a national thing or is it just specific to Washington? It's actually, so it's the serious fun network is international. They even have camps up in like Ireland and Israel. When it comes to the eczema specific, or it was like a dermatology specific session, there's a few, there's a handful of those um, weeks that go on throughout the summer here in the U.S. And it's actually funded by the, I believe, the American Academy of Dermatology. So it's kind of all over the place here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So did your dermatologist have a big role to play in you seeing other types of specialists? Would she refer you out? And I'm curious if it was difficult to find other specialists as well. Yeah, so she, yeah, one thing that I really appreciate about her, especially as I've gotten older and I've navigated the healthcare system and I'm familiar with the way that a lot of physicians and clinics go about some medical care. She was somebody that if she didn't know something and didn't know what to do, she would admit it right off the bat and would refer me out. And then um, I honestly, I don't think I had very much, very many issues getting to other specialists. She had a good network of people that she recommended and thankfully they all were willing to collaborate with her um even now when i recently i recently started biologic and she is has been actively consulting with my allergist too just to make sure that we're all on the same page oh that's great wow we love it when medical professionals have relationships with each other and can communicate about their patients care yeah exactly it kind of 
I find that in other dynamics and other patient relationships I've had with physicians and different healthcare systems, the patient kind of becomes the middleman of trying to like play a game of telephone. And I think a lot gets lost in that translation when you kind of put into that role. So it's been really nice to like know that that communication is happening and I have no responsibility in it. <laughs> yeah. So I understand over time you've tried a lot of different eczema treatments. Can you tell us a little bit about the types of treatments you've tried? Yeah, for sure. I think this kind of lines up too with the fact that I, my mom really did just try to get me to try everything looking for that kind of magic bullet. And um, I think over the years it kind of, she's kind of come to understand that there it's eczema is going to be a part of my life. There is not a magic bullet to be found, but especially when I was younger, we did everything. So I, um, we started off with the initial, you know, the topical steroids and the bathing and we did a lot of bleach baths for as long as I can remember and for a while that did manage my skin and it did manage like day to day and I was able to get away with kind of just doing that as I got older the way that it was affecting me was growing and not only was it happening more often it was really difficult to kind of get back on top of and take care of and so at that point is when we started exploring a few other ways to try to treat it so I've done even down to like elimination diets and supplements and stuff. And I've worked with acupuncture and acupressure and talk therapy, hypnotherapy to try to get the stress and anxiety part because part of my experience with my skin, I have a ton of medical anxiety and stress definitely kind of amplifies stuff. So we focused on that for a while. I did the UV light therapy. I've done um, both oral and topical um steroids of a bunch of varieties and then I the biggest thing that I did as a kid was I went to that hospital where I was would be there for about two weeks it was a multidisciplinary program so you would basically do wet wraps and bathing like four to five times a day and then in between those wet wrap sessions we would like talk to a therapist and there was like a nutritionist there and a hypnotherapist there and we did a lot of like biofeedback and a lot of that kind of stuff to manage the stress. And then recently, as a bunch of stuff has finally started to come out, as we are all thrilled about, I have been using a one of the biologics that has been game changer for me, as well as I've been using one of the new topical jack inhibitors, which has been working really well for me too. So at this point, my skin is as managed as it's ever been. So um, yeah, it took a lot of trial to get here, but we're in a good place now. Yay, that's so great. Yeah. What was it like switching from medication to medication? How do you know when you're ready to try something new? Is it just when it comes out, hits the market, and you're like, all right, I got to try that new thing? Yeah, that's a really good question because I for, I would say that when I was younger and for quite some time, I was really kind of on that train with my mom of just like trying to find that magic answer and trying to deal with it. And like instead of managing my skin, it was like we were trying to fix it. And if someone couldn't fix it or if a medication couldn't fix it, it was like, okay, what's the next thing? And I think that was a big disservice because I think that also um, kind of ironically added a bunch of stress, which again, kind of fed into the problem. So after I kind of got past that mindset, I did have a period where I just like didn't want to continue to get my hopes up. So there was probably like four years where I wasn't trying anything new. I kind of accepted that this is where my skin was at. There was nothing really worth exploring. And this was right around the time that some of those biologics and jog inhibitors were coming out. And it was actually going to Eczema Expo, the, um, 
going to Exit Expo for the first time back in 2022, where I talked to some representatives from some of the companies that were working on those medications and then talking to other patients in very similar positions as me um, was really game changer for me because I did have a small eczema community before I found Nia, before I got involved, but I had never been in a room where I could go up to anybody and they would have a lot of the same experiences as me. So I think that hearing their experiences with those medications is kind of what snapped me out of that, like, you know, hopeless nothing's worth trying, like giving up nothing to get better mindset, which ultimately was the greatest gift because I'm in a much better place now that I've tried that and um, like was willing to take that plunge one more time after so long of just accepting that like this was my fate forever. Wow, that's so great. It really warms my heart to hear that you had such an incredible experience at Eczema Expo, meeting people and learning so much. Yeah, for sure. And the fact that you could interact with both patients and industry leaders is huge. Yeah, it was a really form a really yeah, formative experience. And then I left Expo on like that Sunday and I Monday morning I texted my dermatologist and I was like, hey, um I'm willing to try the biologic now. And I was in the office the next day getting it because she had been trying to gently push me towards trying it because she knew like the mindset I was in and she was thrilled when I was able to send her that text. Yay. Uh did you ever participate in any clinical trials? Yeah, so I um, that pro- so the program I went to where I'd be hospitalized and they kind of like did the, the what my family calls like eczema boot camp, but like that, like we'd go there for a few weeks. While I was there, there were a few studies going on where they were collecting data, but and so I provided that data in the form of like lab work and um, a couple of skin biopsies, I believe, and some like narrative responses. Um, but I haven't received any like clinical trial like medications as like an active participant in receiving medications themselves. I've just contributed to like the donation of data beforehand to develop said products. Gotcha. Okay. And did you meet any other patients through that eczema boot camp, or was that kind of a solo experience? Yeah. So at the time I had really, really, really significant medical anxiety and anxiety in general, especially in the hospital. A lot of that was rooted in the fact that I was poked and prodded for so long as a child. So I was very shy um, and my parents did meet some other families there and I met some of the kids there, but I wasn't really, neither of the times that I was there, were, I just, I wasn't in a mindset of wanting to like, kind of make friends. My parents did. They actually had like a parent support group while we were there. That reminds me a lot of the setup at Exhib actually. Um, and so my parents met some parents there that they're still in touch with and I had some interactions with some of the kids, but nothing super closely like related while I was there. Um, however, I did like get really, really close to a nurse there who I actually also see at Expo now, which is very full circle, and an art therapist there. I spent a lot, a lot of time with those people one on one because I wasn't wanting to branch out and be with like the greater group of other kids there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a couple more questions for you. What do you wish you could change from a healthcare provider perspective, looking back on your entire eczema journey? Um, when it comes to my personal experiences in the medical system and like how that happened for me, I feel very fortunate and lucky to be able to have received all of the care that I did. Um, 
And I never was, I know a lot of people struggle to access care and access a specialist. That was never something that was true for me. I had very easy, privileged access to all of that. I think that overall, though, I, if I could go back, I would focus on my mental health a little bit earlier on because that was something that I navigated later on. Um, once my skin got better, it was like, okay, now we can address this. When in reality, I think that it was just as important, if not as important, to kind of prioritize really early on. And I do wonder where my life would have been and how my skin would have gone if that was addressed earlier on. Um, but when it comes to the specialists, I I think that I wouldn't change a thing. I think that I was really, really lucky to receive the care that I did in the way that I did. And the quality of that care was just, I was very fortunate there. When it comes to like the medical system in general, and if there was anything I would change for anybody that has to navigate this chaotic system is I, as I've gotten older, I've realized that my experience is extremely unique and extremely fortunate. And so any way to make my experience less unique and make that more the standard where patients are looked at holistically and they are able to access the care they need when they need it. And they have doctors willing to advocate and kind of go to that for them is, yeah, that's what I would change. I would kind of put my experience onto the greater public that I did not realize until recently was not kind of the automatic way that healthcare was managed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think for everyone, everyone's experience is going to be unique in some way. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Last question for you. What is the best part of being an eczema warrior? That's a good question. I think that again, especially as I've gotten older, I've um, kind of accepted the way it's impacted me and that the way that it has developed, like who I am as a person um, like going back now, if I could not have it, I would not. Um, it's given me a lot of really great experiences. Um, I actually started a nonprofit when I was younger while I was in the hospital, that same hospital we were talking about earlier that became a really big part of my life. And I've met a lot of my closest friends and like favorite people through that. And same with the camp. Um, yeah, so I think that the best part of being an eczema warrior is just um, the perspective it's given me on the world and on life and on knowing that like everyone's probably going through something even if you can't see it and trying to navigate the world that way and treat people with kindness that way. And yeah, it's given me it's given me a really big community of people that I don't think I would know otherwise. And at this point, I don't really know what my life would look like if I didn't have those people in it. Beautiful. Great. Thanks so much for joining for this. This was great. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. This podcast episode was funded in part by Sanofi and Regeneron. Thanks for listening to this episode of Eczema Out Loud. You can visit the National Eczema Association at www.nationaleczema.org. If you have feedback on this episode, or you'd like to send in a suggestion for a future episode, you can email us at podcast at We hope you'll join us next time.